Hello and welcome back. It's been another week and another dare. This is the Dare to Try podcast and I'm Britannia. I'm Annika. I'm Johanna. <laughs> There's that singing every week. <laughs> so how are you guys doing? How has your week been? Super it's good. Been good. Yeah, we had a lot of fun at work. We had a Nerf gun war on Friday, April Fool's. <laughs> and it was hilarious. It was girls. It, the girls plotted it. And we like surprised people in their offices. And the, the boys were upset because they didn't know we were planning this. So then my boss, Chris, left like midday and got a huge Nerf gun that had like 30 nerfs in it and he got his payback and he just like attacked everybody. He was like, do, 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 do. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it was really fun. And then today they um, delivered some scripts with uh, helium. And so it's just been really silly at work. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, I love that. That's so fun. Silly is good. And Nerf guns are always a good time. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> so uh, this last week, um, I spent a little bit of time at a import store and an Asian mart. Uh, so that was a lot of fun getting to shop in a language I can't read. Um, so I've been doing a lot of exploring with different ingredients. How did you guys do this week? What's, go ahead, Anna. <laughs> really good a lot of things happened when the a lot of things happened this week so um kind of want to give our our past um past podcast a little shout out shout out because you know how we did that personality test and you went to like figure yourself out and then we've been challenging each other to like step out of yourself and all these things. Well, I've been thinking about all of our dares and I've been trying to apply them. Um, but since I have really, you know, accepted myself and learned that I'm a commander in um, my personality test, I've accepted it. And I, ever since I got accepted, I've been recognized at my work and I got promoted at my job. Woo woo! That's so awesome. <laughs> Thank you. And I've just been noticing that as I've been applying these little dares, and I feel so bad because each week I feel like I don't do like my best uh, self. I I either get overwhelmed or stressed, and I kind of just do like a small version of the dare. But then I feel bad, and so I keep pushing myself um, throughout the weeks and months, I guess now. And it's been helping me. I've been applying each dare every single week and it's helping me so much. Mm. Um, It's been really cool. I've been really grateful for our sister's podcast. Oh, Johanna, I love that. Um, I, I love that you said that you revisit all the dares each week because that's what we're doing. We're building our tool belt. I, I imagine I don't know, a box of Crayola crayons. And, you know, once you have the blue crayon and then you move on to the red crayon, it's not that you never use the blue crayon again. Sometimes you come back and we're just filling our box and creating all of these colors to our personality and to our life. And we're building our masterpiece, which is ourselves. And so I love that you gave us a shout out um, because that's what we're doing. We're making ourselves better every day. 
Yeah. And it's bringing the, these dares into the front of our mind. And so I have the same thing, Johanna, like every day, I think be inclusive, go and talk to that person because they intimidate you try something new. Um, what are your goals? What scares you? I'm always thinking of our dares and it's, it is on my mind now, whenever I don't want to do something, I think, Oh wait, be inclusive or whatever the dare was. And it really does help. And I, I think you're right, Britannia, it totally gives us more tools. And that's why, you know, sometimes we just get silly and our relationship is so fun that maybe some people might not get it. But if people jump on the, this dare, these dares and these challenges and ask themselves those same questions that we have with our truth segment, our truth and dare, if they jump on that, I think that they will also have those tools. I think it really will change their life. They'll be more confident. They'll have more fun. They will make changes for the better. And so that's why we wanted to do this was because we're experimenting with it. And if it works for us, it will work with so many other people too. Yeah. And I, I just want to touch on, um, uh, an event I had today at the gym where I wanted to dance on the treadmill. It was the end of my workout. And I thought, oh my gosh, Britannia, don't dance. No one wants to see a dance on the treadmill. And normally I don't care. Like I, I do what I feel, but I found for some reason I was feeling a little anxious. I was feeling anxious yesterday. I, I'm not exactly sure why. And I was feeling a little anxious today. And instead of trying to find a reason why I was anxious, because that's how our brains are. We have a feeling, it creates our thoughts and our brain tries to keep us safe by um, finding excuses for why I'm feeling this way. And I'm sure I could have found several reasons on why I deserved or was allowed to feel anxious, but I decided to go, no, 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 we don't care what people think. No, no, no. You know, it doesn't matter if you're feeling anxious, we're still going to step into our power and be ourselves. So then I just put on a really good song and did like this little salsa thing on the treadmill and, you know, for one song, and then jumped off and then went off on my day. Uh, so this, this uh, podcast is definitely helping me every day. And I really love that on our 20th episode, we did a little like highlight reel uh, and shout out to all of these dares. So thank you. Yeah. So on that note, uh, last week's dare, let's uh, revisit that. Um, dare number 19, what is a weird food or flavor you grew up with? We dare you to expand your palate and try a new flavor to cook with. So did you do the dare? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I'll go first uh, and then I'll let you guys jump in. Uh, I decided to go to the, these import stores and I honestly challenged myself to find something that I didn't know exactly what it was. So I went to this beautiful store here in Denver. It's called Pacific Ocean Marketplace. It's huge. I did post it on social and it's mostly Asian inspired, but they have some other influences. And the first thing I did was go up to the deli where they had all the like giant pigs and ducks hanging that were smoked. And I was like, uh, can I get a half a pound of that? <laughs> and the guy's like this. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay. And so he cuts me a half a pound of the smoked pig. 
and I don't know what it was smoked in. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how long it's been there, but I was like, I'm going to make something with this. So that's what I started with. And then I went into the produce section and I found vegetables that I don't normally cook with, which uh, mushrooms, I don't do anything with mushrooms. I found mushrooms I've never used before and put those in my cart. And I was like, okay, I think I'm going to do some type of ramen. I think that's what's coming to life. So then I found these noodles. Don't know exactly what they are. They are some type of noodle that you cook for 10 seconds in boiling water. But I was like, these look like ramen noodles. Let's do that. And then I just imagined what I thought would go into ramen, found um, bouillon cubes and spices. I found this one spice that had basil leaves in it. Don't know what else was in it, but I threw that in the cart. And then, you know, I just had so much fun exploring. And I even found these delicious coconut cookies down their treat aisle and, and just had fun loading up. And when I got home, I thought, okay, let's see if we know how to make ramen. And it actually turned out pretty good, you guys. Oh, I love that. It looked good too. Yeah. Thank you. I love ramen. You're going to have to make me some. <laughs> what did, was, were the noodles like, did they taste like rice noodles or what did they taste like? So they tasted like, um, more of like an, um, I think it's called udong. So it's a thicker noodle. Um, so not like a typical rice noodle. I feel like the noodles I picked actually were probably too thick for what mm. I was making. So I'd go back and do a rice noodle but I didn't think about the noodle expanding because it said cook for 10 seconds. So I thought, oh, this is the size. No, even in 10 seconds, these noodles expand. That's it's cool. Fascinating. That's awesome. And then the pig, you got smoked pig. How was that? Yeah. So now that I know that that smoked pig was not meant for ramen, it was actually meant to be eaten as like a side dish. When I opened up the container, there was like a, a barbecue dipping sauce and the skin was still attached and it was like crunchy. And so I guess you're supposed to like eat it as a snack. So now that I know that I will go back and actually order it as a snack instead of grabbing it and pulling like meat apart to throw into ramen. Uh, but it was delicious. That's cool. So you do it again. I would do all oh, for sure. I would do, um, I think I would get different noodles and uh, maybe explore with the different flavor palettes uh, instead of doing like this basil mix, which I felt like kind of overpowered. I might do something a little bit different, but you know, Jason was impressed. The fact that my partner who is very honest and very vocal said, you did a good job, babe. Well, I'll take that. That's awesome. Wow, cool. <laughs> so how did you guys do? Uh, well, to be honest, <laughs> so we had just done our podcast and immediately after I forgot what the dare was, I was like, oh, I'll remember. Like it's the first day, the next day rolls around. What was that dare? And I couldn't remember. Oh and like three days <laughs> I posted it. I know you did. And I couldn't, and I was like, oh, I should probably just go on there. But for some reason I've been having like a love hate relationship with social media. So I was like, nah talking to them right now and so <laughs> then meaning the world the world exactly. everybody else everybody. and so um 
so then I went, I was out shopping, running errands on Saturday and I was like, man, we need to get food. Like, let's just quickly pick up something. And so I went into noodles and company to get some food and I was thinking and waiting in line and really trying to decide what I wanted to get. And then, um, while I'm sitting there, I was like, should I try this new thing? And it just dawned on me. You're there. You're there. Try something <laughs> new. And I'm like hearing your voices in my head, like you got to do it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so I got this like zucchini noodle shrimp scampi. I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm, yum. I like shrimp. I, I think I like zoodles. I don't remember the last time I had them. So I was like, this is going to be a new thing, but I also ordered something else just in case. (laughs) And, um, I ordered, I was ordering everybody else, other stuff too. So I was like, we could all just like share off of each other. So I kind of went the safe route, but when I started eating it, I liked it more than every other dish I got. And so I was like, so glad I tried something new and so glad I remembered the dare <laughs> to push me to do it. So it was good. So are you going to make zoodles at home? Or are you going to explore more of that uh, type of food? Um, Make zoodles? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, you need uh, one of those like machines that spins out the zucchini to make right. them. But I definitely like trying new things. I'm never afraid to try new things, but sometimes when you're just starving, you want to go with a safe bet. Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad that even in the moment of starvation and hangriness, like I still tried something new. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Zoodles. I like vegetable noodles. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like they're better for you. Uh, now maybe it's because they're vegetables. They could be super processed and not that great for you. I think it depends who makes them. But it was nice because, you know, noodles are usually really heavy. Um, Mm -hmm. and I used to work at noodles and company and your first week there, um, all your meals are free breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I would stay there breakfast, lunch, and dinner working (laughs) my tail off. And, um, and I remember like, feeling like I was gaining a ton of weight what the heck like and it'd only been a week and then as soon as they started charging me for my meals um I stopped you know eating there and immediately my body shrunk back and I was like oh I guess I was just bloated (laughs) but with the zoodles I don't feel that I feel good through and through oh I love that (laughs) through and through that's so cute (laughs) So do, would that, does blah, 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 does that mm-hmm. inspire you <laughs> to um, try more um, new things again at restaurants? Like, would you order new things next time? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely get more zoodles, more veggie noodles and things that make my body feel good. I need to, I need to listen to my body more. So. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. That's good good insights for me we I took I reeled the kids into it they didn't have a choice but they love trying new things every time I say we're doing a new dinner a new fruit a new snack they are thrilled and so one of the days I came home early because we're preparing for our presentation for the energy healing conference this weekend and Dan just needed some time to work on some stuff so I came home early and took the kids on a little adventure and we went to this little tiny store in it's either Ryrie it's like a different town so I live in Rigby there's Idaho Falls and there's lots of these little towns like Iona, Ryrie, Yukon 
Yukon. And I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I'm pretty sure it's Ryrie and it's called Love Bird or something like that. And we went in there and we thought it would have a bunch of local produce and local meat, but it actually was not what I expected. They were just selling like Walmart food and Costco food. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that worked, but I saw a lot of the same brands. And so we had fun there, but we, I looked at the kids. I said, you know, there's not really anything new or unique here. Unfortunately, the store was cute, had a train and everything. And the owners were super nice and the town was cute, but there wasn't anything extraordinary there. So then we just went to brew limbs back in Rigby mm-hmm. and we're shopping around. And I told the kids, well, we're, we're going to eat dinner here tonight in Rigby or in the grocery store. Cause they have tables and stuff. And they said, okay, this is great. And we found a yellow dragon fruit, which usually dragon fruit is pink. And I think I've had it before, but I'm just weird because when it looks weird, I don't want to try it and it's all spiky and stuff. And so I don't ever buy dragon fruit, but this time I said, okay, kids, we're going to try this yellow dragon fruit. And they were so excited. And so we bought that. And then I had them buy, we bought these wraps and some new Um, potato chips so nothing unique but I wanted them to try new things so we ate that so that was our first experience and then the next day we cut up the dragon fruit and they were like as soon as they woke up they said we gotta eat the dragon fruit mom we gotta eat it I said you're right so I I didn't know how to cut it I didn't know like do you peel it do you eat the peel I didn't think you ate the peel so I just cut it in half And the peel actually came off really easily, kind of like a kiwi. It's actually very similar to the texture of a kiwi. And the inside was white with these big black seeds. And it was mildly sweet and very soft. And it was delicious. And the kids loved it. And so we had had a lot of fun with that. And I thought I was done at this point. I thought, cool, I did my dare. I introduced, you know, a new fruit to the kids. I introduced a new fruit to me. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) because I just wasn't feeling very adventurous. I I just like what I like. Um, But I do like trying new things. Just this week, I didn't want to. But then at work, we got some marketing person brought this. um, And it's like a cookie recipe and some like marketing stuff. I don't know. I haven't actually read it all yet. But you know how they drop off. Marketers love to drop off stuff. (laughs) And it came with butterscotch potato chip cookies and I I immediately wait I'm sorry are you sure you read that right (laughs) yes butterscotch potato chip cookies Hmm. yeah so I immediately was like I don't want that and I was about (laughs) to give it away and then I thought oh dang it the dare (laughs) I have to eat this (laughs) my coworker's like what I was like it's the dare this week I got to try new things. I got to eat it. And even though I already had that dragon fruit, it was like, this is your opportunity instead of throwing it away. And I wasn't hungry and I didn't really want anything sweet, but this was like a really unique thing. And so I thought I got to try it. So I opened it up and I took a bite and it's basically a sugar cookie with butterscotch chips and then crunched potato chips, like on top and kind of inside. So it was weird, but it wasn't that weird. It sounds weirder than it is. 
Like if you took out the potato chips, it would just taste like a cookie with butterscotch chips instead of chocolate chips. Mm -hmm. And the potato chips gave it like a weird, and in my opinion, unnecessary crunch. (laughs) (laughs) I like sweet and salty, but this one was just, it was, it was strange, but I tried it and it was good and it was different and I'm glad I did. And it was fun. And I'm, I'm glad that we had that dare. Cause I literally would have given those cookies away. Instead. I, that instead I challenged myself and thought, no, I'm going to try them even though it sounds weird and it looks weird. And it turned out fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I, well, I love that you touched on the fact that you didn't love it. So often we try new things with the expectation that we're going to love it. And it's going to be a new thing we implement into our life. But sometimes you try something new and you go, cool, not going to do that again. (laughs) Yeah, probably never make those. I mean, it comes with a recipe, but yeah, I'm not going to use it. (laughs) But I love that you also uh, got your family involved and you got the kids excited, especially kids. I mean, to all the moms out there, you know, there are children that only eat what French fries and chicken nuggets, and that's all they're going to eat. And yet you're introducing at a young age, the value of trying something new, especially something that may look a little different. Yeah. And I did actually try another thing too, at home. I had this, um, this, this pouch of like Thai, it was kind of like a Thai food sauce that I've never used before. And I was trying to make something out of nothing. And so I was like, okay, we're going to use this pouch and I'm going to put potatoes in it. And I'm going to put frozen green beans in it and some onion and carrots. Sure. (laughs) I just (laughs) fried it up and then I put the sauce in and it ended up being extremely spicy. And so I dumped more coconut milk in there, but then it I ended up really liking it and I would have never put those things together. I would have just thought, nah, I don't have peppers because I usually put peppers in my curry. So I'm not going to make curry, but instead I thought, no, I'm going to make red Thai curry with potatoes, green beans, and carrots. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. So now you've changed the way your brain thinks, right? You've now initiated a new creative pattern. I saw the value as well. Uh, yesterday we need to make some fried or um, some ground Turkey. We need to fry it up because it was going to go bad. We needed to cook it. And I didn't have peppers, which is what Jason normally puts in it. But what I did have was red onions left over from my ramen and mushrooms. And I had some tomatoes that I snack on and I thought, yeah, why not? Let's try this. So I fried up some turkey. I threw the onions in there, a little bit of garlic, the mushrooms, then tomatoes, but actually the tomatoes, because of like the sweetness and the acidity, like blended perfectly. And of course I threw some spices on there and actually it was pretty good. And I would have never thought to plan that meal if I hadn't been thinking creativity, 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 Creatively. Creatively. (laughs) There's a few extra letters in there. (laughs) Um, uh, Creatively about my food. (laughs) That's so awesome. Yeah. Thanks for this dare. I think it was a lot of fun. I think it will always be on on the front of our mind now. We just, we add another crayon to our box. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you so much for doing this dare. Um, I, you know, Hannah, I'm sure you're going to explore the food challenge uh, as you move on in the fellow in the next coming weeks, but what is the next dare? What's the next truth? All right. The next truth is, are you living your best life? 
So um, this question was inspired by my best friend, uh, Cassie. She sent me a song by Ben Rector, I think is his name. And it's called Living My Best Life. And I thought she just sent it to me because it resonated with her because she's living a good life. She is living a good life. And so I just asked her thinking she's going to respond yes, but I asked her, are you living your best life? And she's like, oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I was like, you don't know. (laughs) And so she asked me, are you living your best life? And I was like, that is a good question. I don't know. (laughs) And so it's been like resonating with me. Um, Am I living my best life? So I want to ask you guys, what do you do throughout the week? Like little things that help you live your best life? Well, first of all, I just love this question because like you said, you didn't know. And I think a lot of people aren't aware. And in order to know if you're living your best life, you have to know in your mind what your best life is, like have a goal or an image in your head that you're working towards or something that you want. And and you know that that's what it is. Then you can answer it. Yes, I am. Or no, I'm not. And this is what I need to do. And so I love that you asked that because it helps us to be aware. Well, am I, have I created the best life image in my head? And so I hope that that brings awareness to people too, because they might not know what their best life is on a conscious level either. Yeah, I I really love this truth because this resonates exactly with what I was talking with my life coach about. Sabrina, the perspective detective, she is uh, fantastic and I will always give her a shout out. Uh, We were talking about what it looks like to be successful. So this falls in the exact same um, space as are you living your best life? And I was having a meltdown. I was crying and upset because I was not feeling successful. And she was like, well, how are you defining your success? I'm like, well, I'm not productive. And the reason why I wasn't productive is I was traveling and then I was sick and I've been sick for a while. And, and I try to do a lot. And even though I'm doing a lot in my mind, I wasn't being productive enough, which meant I was not being successful at all because that's how I chose to define my success. And my worth was tied up in my productivity. And so she you know, gave me these prompts of, well, how do you define being productive? And can you be productive at a time of rest? And what does that look like? And so I absolutely love this because I think this could resonate with so many different people who are struggling with, am I, am I happy? Am I living my best life? Am I successful? I absolutely love that because you just, that's exactly what we need to hear because everybody's best life is going to be different, you know, um, in the song that my friend sent me, um, living my best life, he talks about, I'm now, you know, sleeping with my best friend and I'm holding my daughter's hand and that's like him living his best life. And to other people, that's not their best life. People don't want to be married, don't want to have kids. So what's their version of them best of their best life? Mm -hmm. And so um, the challenge for this week is defining that. Define what it is that is your best life. And then go in and reflect. Reflect, are you living your best life? If so, keep going. If not, make some adjustments. And that's the third step, make adjustments. And even if you are living your best life, 
adjust to keep going so that you don't end up digressing. Um, because if you're not moving forward, you're moving backward. So that, that is the challenge. Define what it is that makes you living your best life. Are you living your best life? Reflect and adjust. I love that. I definitely need to, because I think I have everything that I ever wanted. You know, I wanted a husband. I wanted children. I wanted um, achievements. I have lots of achievements. I have certifications in my belt. I have explored things. I've done wild things. I've done fun things. We have this podcast. I'm writing a book. I think I have everything that I've ever wanted. There's some things that I still do want and that I'm working towards and I have a bucket list. But then I still find myself like, if I have everything I want, then why does it feel like I'm not living my best life? And so that's something that I need to be introspective about because maybe it's a mindset. Maybe I have this divine discontentment that I'm never going to be satisfied. And maybe I need to figure out why that is and change my mindset and change my thinking that I am living my best life because I have everything I've ever wanted. And so I could, I mean, I'm doing lots of things. Like you asked at first, what are you doing? And I'm doing lots of things. I have my vision board right here that I look at all the time and I'm working towards goals and I have lots of ideas and I share my ideas and I'm writing a book and I'm giving speeches and I'm working on, I read a lot of self-help books. And so there's a lot of things that I'm doing, but does the doing help change my feeling? And if it's not, and I think it, I think it does, but I think it still comes back to mindset perception and maybe stuff from your childhood. So this, this will be a good self-reflection week, I think. Well, and also gratitude, right? You know, like oh, you for sure. said that you have everything you've always wanted. And there are so many people who don't have that that maybe they are in a state of lack where they don't have all the things they want, but that doesn't mean they can't be living their best life by working towards a better life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, because I'm glad that you said that because I was thinking about being grateful too. For me, I I know that I have a really good life, um, but there's like a feeling I'm looking for. There's a feeling I want to have, like it's, and I've had it before and sometimes it's just for a day or only for an hour, but it's this feeling of like, I'm on cloud nine, you know, and just everything just feels good. And I can feel like my heart and mind and soul all opened up and I can feel myself moving towards progression. Mm-hmm. Because like when you're growing, sometimes it hurts, you know, you get those growing pains yeah. and it's not always fun. So I'm kind of looking past that when I've like recovered from my growing pains (laughs) (laughs) and just kind of like get a break and just like okay but like Annika said it it is about perspective um are you saying I'm going to be happy when I'm going to be happy when I have my own house I'm going to be happy when I have a new car I'm going to be happy when I'm out of debt when are you going to be happy? Because once you get that, are you going to be happy? Or are you going to say that about the next thing? Okay, I'm out of debt. So I'm going to be happy when I have $10,000, my savings account, I'm going to be happy when mm-hmm. you know, like, when are you going to be happy? Mm-hmm. When are you going to be satisfied? It's like that book, The Magic Fish, 
where the, there's an old couple that lives in a hut and the old man goes fishing one day and he catches this giant fish and the fish says, put me back, I'm a magic fish. And he says, okay, and he puts him back. And then he comes home to his little hut and tells his wife and the wife says, you caught a magic fish? Go back to that magic fish and tell that magic fish I wish for a, a, a beautiful house. And he's like, well, I don't want to. And she's like, go. And so he goes and he catches the fish again. Says, oh, fish, oh, fish, oh, magic fish in the sea. Please come back to me or something. And he says, I, my wife wishes for a beautiful house. And he says, as you wish. And he gives him the beautiful house. He comes back and the, he says, this is a beautiful house. We'll be happy here. And she said, yes, we will see. And they were happy for one week. And then she says, go back to the fish. I want to live in a castle. And he said, but why? She goes, just do it. And so he goes back. Oh, fish of the sea, come back to me. My wish begs a wish, or my wife wishes for a, a castle. And he, he gives him the castle and he goes back and he says, this is a beautiful castle. We'll be happy here now. And she said, we shall see. And then um, they're happy for two weeks. And then she, you know, isn't content anymore and says, I want to be queen of the land. And he said, but why? And she said, just go. And he goes back and he catches the fish and the fish lets, you know, grants that wish of being queen of the land. And he says, finally, we live in a castle. You are queen of the land. We will be happy here. And she says, we shall see. And they're happy for a month or something like that. And finally, she says, I don't want to be queen of the land. I want to be queen of the moon and the stars and the sun. And he said, but why? She said, just go. And so he goes back. He catches the fish and says the same thing. And the fish says, no. She wants too much. She cannot be queen of the moon and the sun and the stars. She has to go back to her old hut and it gets all taken away. And he goes back to his old hut and that's where he and his wife live now. <laughs> <laughs> to this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's, that paints a really good picture about being um, grateful for what you have. I know that when I've had this discussion with my partner, he is like, well, I don't want to be so grateful for what I have that I don't um, get more, that I don't strive to be better, to have a better job, to make more money, to have financial freedom or whatever it is that success is for him. And I said, well, don't you understand that you will not be given more until you choose to appreciate what you have? Yeah, absolutely. Sounds like I need to practice a lot more gratitude this week. <laughs> I think we all could. <laughs> well, this has been such a great episode. So many good nuggets in this one. I really appreciate um, each of you and the rest of our listeners coming together to be the best versions of ourselves and to ask ourselves, are you living that best life? And I'm excited to see what we find out next week. Yeah, me too. Bye, everyone. Thanks Bye. for listening.